What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode five, Super Nerd Pals. Yes, that's right. We're still around. <laughs> I'm Stan at Stan J Doom on Twitter, and this man on my left is the Pokemon Master Andy. Oh yeah, and that's at Joe Tuna on Twitter. Joe, at Joe underscore Joe tuna. underscore Tuna. <laughs> Can't forget the underscore. So what's up? How's your week been? My week's been pretty pretty busy. What about yours? Pretty busy. You gotta elaborate. Oh, busy, uh, what do, you, what do you want to know? Oh, I don't know. My life story? <laughs> what, do you, what have you been doing? I've just been, like, working sleep. Working literally. Sleep. Well, so you haven't been reading anything or playing I anything? Haven't, I mean, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts here, there, here and there. Still? And, yeah, I'm trying to platinum the game. I'm almost there. And I'm also about to pick up The Evil Within. So you're going to start playing Evil Within? Yeah. You've had that game for a while. See, I had it, but it, it's been at my friend's house since it came out. Right. This is a problem you have, a chronic problem where you... This is a chronic problem I have. Where you pick up games and you just you never get around to them. Never. You should write a list like I do. I should. List them out and knock them out one by one. And I think the only games right now that, that, that would be on my backlog list would pretty much be that. Evil Within? Yeah. Are you, That's are you all that I have caught right up? Now. Really? Yeah. I mean, there so, are a lot of games that I want to buy, but... That's not true. You haven't beaten Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Oh, that's true. So yeah. there you go. Forgot about that. All right. <laughs> I haven't forgot about that. Since you mentioned it, that it's been wrapped up in your house, that's all I can think about. Every day <laughs> of my life, I'm like, when is he going to get to Donkey Kong? Oh, I'll, I'll get to when it. When is he going to be able to talk about Donkey Kong? I will. Because, honestly, I, I'm kind of interested in Donkey Kong. I mean, I've played the first... I'm going to say like six levels of the game, and it's been pretty interesting. Reminds me a lot of the original Donkey Kong Country. Just, I don't know, it's just very different, but the same. I like how there's Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, Dixie Kong. And I think Cranky Kong. Yeah. Cranky Kong. Cranky Kong plays a lot like Scrooge McDuck from uh, DuckTales. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Uh, as for me, what have I been doing? I picked up Kid Icarus from Club Nintendo. Lucky bastard. I love, I love the whole list of games that they have out there. 20 coins shy from that. <laughs> I was deciding whether or not I should pick up Kid Icarus or Star Fox or Paper Mario. And I was kind of like, I've played Star Fox to death, even though I love Star Fox. So I was like, eh, let me give a chance to quit Kid Icarus. And have you ever played Paper Mario? I, the original. So I like Paper Mario. Was Mar- it the original one on the? Thing? No, it's a 3DS uh, sticker, oh, sticker star, sticker star, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I've never played that. The reason why I didn't pick up Paper Mario is because I have Mario and Luigi Dream Team, oh. and I still haven't gotten around to playing through that. That so game is awesome. It seemed a little weird to have two Mario RPGs at once. Eh. So I took a chance, picked up Kid Icarus, and it's it's a great game. I haven't played much of Kid Icarus. I know that it came with that weird like thing to hold your 3DS because of the hand no crack problems, but it cramps the hell out of my hands. I'll I'll yeah. tell you that much. Yeah, because you have to. There's no way to control the camera without using the stylus. Uh, it acts as your reticle and your camera movement. So you would hold the L button to shoot, the left analog stick to move around, and then you would use the stylus to maneuver the camera and shoot the enemies. Uh, you can change the buttons, and and I've tried to screw around with the uh, placement of the buttons, but it doesn't doesn't feel comfortable enough. See, when I did that for Smash on the 3DS, it just fucked me up. Like, I went from being pretty decent at the game to being trash. But see, sometimes it works really well. 
case in point, Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops for the you PSP. Fucking Metal Gear Listen, Solid. I'm gonna I'm gonna find ways to keep bringing it up every week. All right, just like Macho Man. Ooh yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Metal Gear Portable Ops for the PSP. There's only one analog stick on the PSP, so yeah. that game is camera heavy. So you use the face buttons, triangle, square, circle, X as the camera. You, you do it like that, and it kind of makes it a little bit easier to maneuver. So I tried the same thing with Kid Icarus, making the camera the face buttons, and it, it doesn't work the same way. The problem is is that using the stylus is so smooth and accurate when you want to aim that going to any other, even if you switch it to like left, left-handed controls and use the circle pad as the reticle, yeah. it still like moves way you, too slow. Do you have the circle pad? The Pro? Yeah, but I don't have the original 3DS anymore. Oh, useless. If you... Do you have... You have the small 3DS, right? I don't. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess we're just XL men. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking speaking of the XL really quick, I played the Majora's Mask demo on the new 3DS. How does the new 3DS feel? It feels weird, actually. I'm going to be really honest with you. That little nub in the top right corner for camera movement, it doesn't move. Really? Yeah, it's just stationary, and it feels, like, hard and, like, rubbery. That's weird. And it, like, kind of responds the way your thumb moves, so it, it feels strange. It doesn't feel the way you'd want it to, like, feel. That's but interesting. It, it works. Like, the camera moves around really pretty cool, and just the way it works. Yeah. But I don't like the way it feels on my finger. <laughs> just have you strange. Have you seen any review on uh, Majora's Mask yet? Come on, I, do you need to look at reviews from Majora's Mask? I saw a review just because I knew that they were changing some things, and I wanted to see what it was, so I saw the Jay Witz review on it, and he just spoke extremely highly of the game, of course. The little bit that I played on the demo, it looked like a completely different game for me, especially the way I remember playing yeah. it on the 64, just the increase in graphics makes it look a completely new game almost. Well, kind of like Ocarina of Time. Yeah, but the thing is, is I don't have a lot of um, history with Ocarina, so uh, when I played it on the 3DS, the little bit that I did, it didn't seem too different to me. See, I've only played Majora's Mask as a download on the Wii U, I played, or on the Wii. I played a lot of Majora's Mask on the 64. I never got really far, but I did enough to, like, when I hopped in, I was like, wow, this looks, like, completely Did you get different. to day three? Then that's all you need to do. The, the demo lets <laughs> you choose different sections to jump in at, so I Oh, did... yeah, that's another thing. There's, like... A song called Song of Double Time in this game, and it allows you to choose the location of time that you want to go to. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I didn't even know that. Yeah, which is fucking amazing, and I wish they put that in a ocarina. But... I am so excited to get that game on Friday. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pick it up as soon as possible, and I'm going to talk about it on the next episode. Hell yeah. So, episode six, watch out for my impressions of Majora's Mask, and if this guy ever picks it up... Uh, I'm probably going to pick it up. Not this week, but I will. I'll get to it before you. Yeah. It'll be great. Uh, beyond that, I picked up a couple comics, namely Star Wars number two, Superman 38, and Gotham by Midnight. I started picking up because I mentioned I wanted to read it uh, last week. Yeah. So I picked up the first three issues and I read it. I really like it. I'll talk about that more a little bit later, but those three. Uh, Superman's got a new superpower. I heard... I don't even want to speak about that. I'll speak about it in a little bit. Uh, <sighs> that's That's been my week. I played a little bit. I've been playing a lot of Kid Icarus. Have you beat Resident Evil yet? No. <laughs> oh my uh, God. The other day I got a little bit further, and I'm right before the Lisa Trevor fight. So I'm right near the end. Okay. I'm going to like plow through that this week, and I'm going to finish it and start Chris. Good. But that's where I'm at. PlayStation Plus games came out this month. 
Yeah, no. But it's um, in plus February. Oh, kind of disappointed because I paid for one of the games. Yeah, so... Like a noob. So this month, uh, Transistor uh, and Apotheon came out for the PS4. Uh, I don't know either of those games. Transistor was by the people who made Bastion, which is another, oh, okay. it's a sci-fi action RPG. And Apotheon is really is really cool. I downloaded it and I played it. It's um, it's a side-scroller action game. Think Zelda 2. Okay. The way that it side-scrolls. Some, something like... Uh, similar to also Metrovania, Metrovania, that kind of side-scrolling action where you can go in any direction you want. Mm-hmm. But it looks like a Greek pot, like Greek pottery, the way the, the aesthetic looks. Let me bring this up real quick so you can take a look. Oh, okay. So it looks like Greek art, essentially. Yeah. It's lots of golds and blacks and, and whites, and your character is like a silhouette against really bright backgrounds. That's and interesting. The storyline is, uh, stop me if you heard this before, but the gods of Olympus have turned their back on man, and it's your job to kill them all and take all their powers. Wow. So, now, it sounds like God of War, right? But I really like the way they do it in this one. Um, Zeus's wife, Hera, basically asks you to take everyone out. (laughs) Like, she basically hires you as the assassin to take out all the gods of Olympus. And the gods have, like, turned their back on Earth, and so everything is, like, going to shit. And this guy, um, Nicanthrios, I believe his name is, is a lot better than Kratos. Kratos is kind of an asshole. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna gonna be real. Kratos has a reason to be an asshole. Kratos is a dick. This guy, he's, (laughs) he's more heroic. So he's doing it for good reasons. He wants to get all the gods' powers so he can, like, bring prosperity back to Earth. Kratos is just like, fuck everyone. So I played a little bit of it, and it's, it's... It's really cool. I recommend you go and try it too and get back to I'll me. download it tonight. Um, Vita, Rogue Legacy. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the game I paid $15 for. Well, you're also... What's kind of awesome with the Rogue Legacy for Vita is once you have it for Vita, you have it for all consoles. Oh, see, so I, you're going to get it for like PS3 and PS4. I didn't know that, and I didn't know any. I don't. I still really don't know anything about Rogue. Yo, Legacy. Rogue Legacy is fucking awesome. What is it about? So, you're pretty much this heir to the throne, and you're trying to defeat the four bosses, if I remember correctly, four bosses within the castle. But each time you die, it's a new heir that comes in, and the new heirs have different attributes to them, whether it be like. There's ADHD, which makes you run faster. There's OCD, which when you destroy items, it raises your MP. Like, it restores some of it. There's gay, which does nothing, but it changes. Like, you'll notice, if you're playing as a female character, it'll change all of the paintings and the statues in the place to girls. And if you're playing as a male, change it to all men, which is weird and random. That's arbitrary and, and it's strange. It's so random. <laughs> Because it literally does nothing. The whole mechanic of you dying and then coming back as an heir reminds me a lot about Infinity Blade. Yeah. Have you ever played that? Yeah. Yeah, for the iOS. I don't know if it's on Android. I, I'm not sure. Me neither. <laughs> but you go and you, you fight as long as you can fight, and then once you die, you're, the next line picks up where you left yeah. off. The cool thing about this game is you pick up coins. After you die, you can buy your upgrades. Mm-hmm. But you also have to pay to get back into the castle. I see. So, I mean, you can pay nothing to get into the castle. 
But if you do have money, they'll automatically take a percentage from you. Ah. Speaking of Rogue Legacy, have you, ever, have you played uh, Shovel Knight? No, I haven't. See, Shovel Knight and Rogue Legacy, I think, came out around the same time. I believe so. And I remember looking at it and being like, nah, I'd rather play Shovel Knight. So I picked up Shovel well, that's, Knight. that's why you bought You know, Shovel Knight's coming to Vita soon. I know it's also getting download content. Yeah, you get to play as Kratos, and, and I think both versions might be getting the DLC. But I picked it up on 3DS, and it, it's probably one of my favorite 3DS games. It's really awesome. You're your knight, you got a shovel, you bounce on people's heads. <laughs> it's re- it, it feels like a Mega Man game. It's not as hard as a Mega Man game, but it's just the, the aesthetic, the graphics, this music. It's all It's really great. So... If you don't want to play it, I would wait for the Vita version just for those delicious trophies. Well, I'm going to wait for the Vita version because I definitely know that's going to be a PlayStation Plus free game. I'm going to play the shit out of it on the Vita. I, I play the shit out of it on the 3DS, but I'm going, I'm double dipping for the Vita version. <laughs> like, I'm going in. Did you ever see the weird cheat codes? Yeah, there's or... a lot. Of, the one that changes, like, all the words to butt or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's some game called Kick and Fennec for the Vita. I don't know what that is. Some kind I of have puzzle no game. Thief and Yakuza 4 for PlayStation 3. Thief? Ugh. Yakuza 4, though. Yeah, Yakuza 4 is going to be great, but... Have, have you played any of the Yakuza games? No. Really? But I'm going to get into it. I've always wanted to pick it up. I've just been too lazy. Have you played Shinmu? Yeah. So, it's basically a spiritual successor to that. You run around Tokyo, um, you can play arcade games and, and fight guys with Kung Fu. And you play as, you play as criminals. Well, I'm definitely getting into that. I'm going to get into that also. Uh, I, I, Honestly, I think I played every single installment in the Yakuza series, but like the first 20 minutes and then stopped playing <laughs> for one reason or another. So now that it's on PlayStation Plus, I'm definitely going to pick it up and try to play through it. But those are all the PlayStation Plus games for February. I mean, the PlayStation Plus games sound pretty awesome, minus Thief. What's wrong with Thief? <laughs> oh my god, so much. What is wrong? You got a library. What is wrong with Thief? Alright, I haven't personally played it. I know, I'm gonna get shit for that, but... You're gonna get shit for me from that. I don't care, that game, like... Well, I have played it, but I I don't own it. Um, I haven't played the full story, but the world just seems really dull and boring, and like... I don't know, the, the little that I did play of it really got me bored, and I was just like, fuck this, I'm gonna play something else. Have you played the earlier Thief games? Yeah. Really? I like the earlier Thief games. I ha- I have not. So I'm not going to comment one way or the other what I think of Thief. Because I don't have any right to. I mean... Eh. 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 Anyway, beyond that, the second piece of news, I guess, we, we're going to discuss is... Uh, DC, ahead of Convergence, is releasing a bunch of new ongoings. They canceled a few. We talked about that last week, I think. Like, Red, Red Lanterns, etc. got canceled. This week, they announced that they're going to start a bunch of new ongoings in, in their place. Now, have you seen, you've seen this list, right? Yeah. They have a bunch, like at least 20 or more. Any of them like strike out at you? Uh, Batman Beyond, definitely. Uh, Cyborg. Cyborg, really? Yeah. yeah. Dr. Fate. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn and Power Girl. Yeah. Let's see what else is on this list. Red Hood and Arsenal, Starfire, and We Are Robin. You're not excited for Robin, son of Batman? Not really. Why? 
Just because it's Damian Wayne. Why don't, what do you have against Damian Wayne? I don't have anything against Damian Wayne. But he has superpowers now. You know that, right? I did not. Really? Yeah. He has superpowers now. I don't follow Damian Wayne. He died and he came back with superpowers. You see, I knew he died. I didn't know he came back. Yeah, that whole Batman and Robin series was just this long build-up to him coming back. And now he's back and he's got like super strength and flying and crap. Oh my god. Now, see, I'm excited for Harley Quinn and Power Girl. That's my number one. It's a mini, though. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a good miniseries. And for me, honestly, I'm looking through the list and nothing really strikes out at me but the minis. Green, uh, not Green Lantern. Fuck Green Lantern. <laughs> Harley Quinn Power Girl is one of them. Bizarro seems interesting. I might not follow it, but it, it seems like an interesting I'll mini. I'll probably follow Bizarro just because... I really like the new Bizarro. And Batmite is something that I'm going to probably check that into. I'm not going to follow. Man, whatever, man. Harley Quinn Power Girl is my favorite arc from the Harley Quinn series as it is. So they basically read my mind. And they're like, let's make this into a mini. I just, I like their whole dynamic. I don't think you read it. I haven't. In the Harley Quinn book, Power Girl loses her memory. And Harley Quinn basically convinces her that they've always been like these superhero partners. So they go and they they, ha- they go on these like insane adventures. That sounds like Harley Quinn. Yeah, they they go on insane adventures through like space, and I think Power Girl got married or something. And it's just it's just this crazy, crazy team up. And it was my f- I think it was three issues is my favorite part of that entire series. That made that made following through all the crap that they put out worth it because it was just it was that good. So I'm really excited to follow that mini. And I love Harley Quinn, and I like Power Girl. So putting them together, it's just fucking awesome. Yeah, why not? Right? Cyborg, I'm not that interested in. Dark Universe, a little bit interested in. It's basically an extension, I I think, of Justice League Dark, which is all the, you know, horror, occult characters. Yeah. Zatanna, Constantine, Swamp Thing. I think Swamp Thing is on it. Um, other than that, nothing really jumps out of me. I'm they so got, really... like, just out of random throw-ins, they got Justice League of America and Justice League 3001. See, I, f- I feel like they they stopped Justice League of America and turned <sighs> it into, like, Justice League Canada or something. Some other Justice League book. And now they're well, bringing it back again. apparently Justice League America is coming back. Why do you need that? Because fuck Canada. <laughs> no, <I'm> just... Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. Whoa. People from Canada might be listening. It's alright. I love Canada. Oh my god. That's all the news we got for this week, honestly. How, what did you think about the Daredevil trailer? It looks interesting. Kind of promising to... A lot better than the movies. I mean... Anything would be better than the movie. I mean... I saw the Kingpin... Well, the back of the Kingpin's head and that kind of How do you know Kingpin? Because he's the only bald, brawling dude... <laughs> Wearing a white coat, like, that's it. (laughs) What tipped you off that he was Kingpin? All of it. I know Daredevil is mostly, like, a gritty character, and, like, a lot of his backstory is this gritty, like, on the streets, Hell's Kitchen, beat up the bad dudes, (laughs) you know, like, save the girl kind of thing. He's Italian? I guess. But my favorite Daredevil is the one that Mark Wade's putting out now. His his whole it's more lighthearted, it's more actiony, and I I see what they're doing. They're 
it's his origin, so it should be a little bit dark. But I hope that they bring in some like humorous elements, like the comic is right now, because the comic does a good balance of serious humor, action. It's just really well done, and you know that's a little bit. That's what I was hoping for, but I'm I'm still gonna watch it. I'm still excited to see it. But that's what I think about the Daredevil trailer. Uh, just off of the trailer, it really does look like. And orange is the new black type thing. Like, it looks like it's filmed like it. It's really weird. I love orange is the new black. So do I. That's a great show. Thank you for bringing that up. That just... I don't even know when season three starts. Me but either. that shit needs to start, like, tomorrow. It does. So I can binge watch it. Just bring it back. Bring it back. Are we going to cover all of Daredevil at once? Or should we do it week by week? We can do it week by week. I mean, I'm going to probably fly through the show. Well, if we're flying through the show, then we're going to have to talk about it. But... I might. Part of me wants to space it out a little bit. Okay, so then we'll space it out. Watch like maybe two episodes a week and talk about. it. I mean, it. like I said, I'm gonna be like, "Happy birthday, mom! I'm going to watch Daredevil." <laughs> We're gonna have like a like a Daredevil book club. We'll watch two episodes. We'll get together. We'll talk about two episodes. We'll go and we'll watch two episodes. We'll talk about two episodes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, did you see Arrow this week? Because I didn't. I saw Arrow this week. <laughs> Oliver is back. He's been back. Oh my god. He, he never left. He didn't go anywhere. He went somewhere. Man. So Oliver came back, which makes me extremely excited because now the show better be picking up again. And what else happened this week in Arrow? Oh, this that was weird. Arsenal had approached the, uh, the cop, what's his name? Freaking Lance? Officer Lance? Lance in like 30 seconds was like, Harper, I know that's you. And he was like, what do you mean? Trying to, like, play it off. And he was like, I've seen you wear a red hood. I've seen you shoot arrows. So that's obviously you. And just fucking threw that together. Boom. Now, if, if, every, if everyone in the DC Universe was like that, there would be no secret identities. I mean, that's how Bane figured out who Batman like, was. Come on, Clark Kent. Don't fucking play with me. <laughs> I see uh, you without your glasses, you asshole. I saw you in the bathroom. Fucking take off your glasses to wash your hands and wash your face. Like, oh, oh, Clark, I didn't know that was you. Oh, Superman! Jeez. I saw you rip the door off the hinges last week. <laughs> I saw you smack the computer because it was going slow and destroy that shit. Does Superman have to control his sneeze when he's Clark Kent so he doesn't, like, oh my God. fucking blow the wall off the side of the building? Well, even? if he sneezes, wouldn't it just be, like, ice breath? Can Superman sneeze? Oh, man, Does these are allergies? fucking amazing questions. Because <laughs> you got to figure, if he sneezes, you know, he's going to fucking blow the roof off the fucking I mean, just think planet. about coughing. <laughs> and boom, he just blows Jimmy's face off. <laughs> Who's Jimmy? Jimmy Olsen. Oh, okay. I, don't, I thought you just said a random name. No. Uh, what about Superman, like six Superman? That's what I'm saying. I don't think Superman can get sick. Like, he gets a, a little cold. He'd have to get, like, a Kryptonian cold. It'd have to be, like, something Lex Luthor, like, What about for some shit like school, where you need vaccination shots? How did Superman do that? They probably homeschool. No, he didn't. Did, did they? I don't think... No. No, he, he went, went to, to school. Smallville, yeah. like, high school or some shit. That's a good question. Did, like, the Kents just happen to know a doctor to bullshit the, the vaccinations? That's a good question. Maybe they, like... Committed some kind of fraud to get Clark into school. So that that makes Superman just go against everything he's for. Unless he was like, 
able to get vaccinations as a baby and then developed like his hard ass skin when he got older. Mm. These are some good questions. Yeah, like we need to go to a. I want to see Clark Kent's vaccination <laughs> records right now. We could probably Google that shit and find <laughs> find like legitimate Clark Kent vaccination records. I can imagine like Lex Luthor coming across that by accident. Like Clark's never been vaccinated. <laughs> he must be Superman. Oh man! Or like he devises like a Kryptonian like cold. Like, injects a tiny, like, virus with kryptonite and then, like, gets Superman sick. That's fucking, like, that's only some shit Lex would come up with. Of course. Of course he would come up with that. I'm I'm surprised he hasn't yet. Unless Lex. he has. Oh, man. Isn't that pretty much how he took over, uh, Superman? Like, controlled him? He took Poison Ivy's mind control dust and leashed it with kryptonite. And that's how he controlled Superman for, like, a short period of time. Well, Joker got got the better of Superman in the Injustice Fucking comic Fucking Joker, bro. Joker always does shit better than anyone. Did you read the Injustice comic? No. So he laces Joker's fear gas with kryptonite. So You mean, uh, Scarecrow's? Yeah. You said Joker's. Joker's uses Scarecrow's scare gas and laces it with kryptonite to get to Superman. That's fucking crazy. It is crazy because he uses that and Superman hallucinates and sees Doomsday. And so he's like, gotta stop Doomsday before he kills my wife. And then he like brings Doomsday into space and it turns out it was his fucking wife. <laughs> Superman kills Lois Lane in the Injustice comic book. And then that ends up, Joker like planted a trigger in her heart to coincide with a nuclear bomb in Metropolis. So when she dies, Metropolis, like, fucking exploded. So Yo, Superman ended up blowing up Metropolis and killing his wife because of the Joker. Joker is fucked up. And that's why Superman became a villain in Injustice. Well, I know, um... I know Bruce also kills Joker in Injustice. No, Superman kills Joker. I mean... Wait. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> I yeah, because he's so pissed. Yeah. Over what Joker did. He just, like... Puts Does his he hand like, through his chest. Nah, he should have General Zotted him. He should have coughed like, on fucking... him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've been right. saving this for you, Joker. Achoo! And just blew his head off. That's my new power. Speaking of new power. Yeah, Superman's got new power. Superman. Oh, man. Superman's new power. So I picked up Superman 38 this past week because I heard it was going to feature a new power for Superman. And you know me. I like Superman. So I was like, I got to find this out. So I picked it up. Um, before before I say this, fuck you, DC, for raising the price of the comic book a dollar. Because you knew everyone was going to buy the fucking issue to see Superman's new power. How much was this issue? It was like four ninety nine. The fuck? Yeah. And I just to be sure, I checked last month's issue. It's three ninety nine. Guys, if you guys weren't here last week, me and Stan talked about how pissed off we get when people raise their comics a dollar. I understand if you need to raise it. But if you raise it just to squeeze money out of people, I don't appreciate it. And, and this, that's exactly what DC This did. was exactly what happened. I'm still a sucker. I picked it up, of course. But I don't appreciate it. They also did that with Amazing Spider-Man. The first issue was, like, really expensive. But that was a huge issue. Yeah, that was a really thick issue. This issue, as far as I know, is just regular size. And it's still a dollar more. That's fucking stupid. Anyway, Superman's new power. Extension of his heat vision. It basically... As though he's shooting heat vision out of every single cell in his body. So it's a giant solar flare. He explodes. Batman calls it a super flare. So it's a huge explosion, but it makes him powerless for 24 hours as a result. 
Wait, so within that 24 hours, he can theoretically get a cold. Yeah, he could get a cold. Oh, but would that cold carry over when he got his powers <laughs> back? We got a cold like Luthor on the phone. Wait, no, maybe when he was a baby, he caused the solar flare, and throughout that 24 hours, he got his vaccination. He's like, oh, he exploded. We got to like, rush him to the hospital. Go, go! He's like, load up the wagon, Martha Kent. We know he's been having this cavity for months. Let's get it filled. Oh, man. That's that's all I play. I just added so much tower tower theories. That's great. Anyway, I thought it was cool. I I, I like the new power. I don't know how he's going to use it practically. I don't see any practical application. I see a future issue of Lex taking advantage of that 24-hour period. Oh, of course. Hell yeah. He's a good guy now, though, so that's not going to happen yet. Not yet. He will be evil. Quote, unquote, good guy. We'll see what happens. I also picked up Star Wars number two, and I know you haven't read that yet. Not yet. I'm definitely... I mean, I have it on my Comixology account, so I'm definitely going to read that. I know you liked issue one. I didn't really like issue one. But I have to say that issue two is, like, really redeeming the series in my eyes so far. They really step it up from issue one. I really like the play between Luke and Vader when when they meet. You get a little tease because uh, Vader basically uses the Force and pulls the lightsaber out of Luke's hand. And so he's got his own lightsaber, and then he's got the blue lightsaber. Which, first of all, that's a fucking badass look. Vader holding two lightsabers, red and blue. And as you know, his blue lightsaber is Anakin's. So he saw it, and he's like, wait, this is... And then it, like, you know, they crash through the ceiling with the the AT-AT walker. Oh, my God. So it cuts him off. But it's that whole moment where he sees that Luke's lightsaber is his old lightsaber. So that was a cool moment. What else happened? Did you did you ever see the meme of Obi Wan giving Luke Anakin's lightsaber? And it goes through his head. No, 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 no. <laughs> I love that one. No, that one. The other one where it's like this was your father's lightsaber. It killed thirty children and like massacred an entire yeah. nation. It, there's this funny moment where Luke is like, "You killed my father," and Vader's like, "You got to be a little bit more specific than that." <laughs> like, I've, I've killed a lot of people. I don't I've even done know. some shit. Yeah, he's like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "You killed my father," and he's like, <laughs> "Get in line." <laughs> if that's the only reason you hate me, you're gonna have to wait a while. Luke is pretty. He's getting. He's a little dark in this series. I'm noticing. He's. There's this moment where he grabs the lightsaber after, like, Vader drops it or whatever. I think he actually throws it at somebody and kills him with it. And then he lands... <laughs> yeah. Vader doesn't drop... Is, Vader doesn't drop shit. To do. Vader doesn't drop shit. He's gonna kill somebody with something before he lets it go down. I want to see a face-off of Vader and Grievous just because. Vader will take all four fucking lightsabers... Wield his own and have, like, four fucking floating lightsabers in the background. He would have wings made of lightsabers. Like, like Final Form Sora. And just fucking glide around with lightsabers. Yeah, and anyway, Luke picks up the lightsaber and he basically says, uh, what does he say? He asks Ben Kenobi to help him kill Vader. He's like, Ben, give me the strength to murder <laughs> Vader. I'm like, jeez, Luke, temper that fucking anger, man. <laughs> That's what happened to your dad. Like, he, I mean, he turns into a little bitch when he finds out Vader's his dad. She's like, what? Right now, huh? he's, like, pissed, so... I really like it. They stepped it up, I think. 
Yeah, can't wait to keep reading. And I'm really excited for Star Wars Darth Vader. Especially the way I see that... The way Marvel looks to be handling Vader as a character, where he's just, like, so badass and so cold. Yeah. I want... I can't Just from the follow. first issue, like, I've loved the way that they had Vader. I'm also excited for Princess Leia. I did not know that was happening. Yeah, so it's going to be Star Wars, and then Vader, and then Leia's going to get a mini. I don't know how many issues, but it's going to be... Uh, I, I can see that being like 6 to 12 issues. Yeah, so I'm probably going to pick that up too, in addition to Vader. I might pick up both of those also, just to have the complete collection. Also, Gotham by Midnight. Gotham by Midnight. That's a really cool book. It's straight up horror. It looks like a Silent Hill book. Like, just the way the art is, it's just really strange and lots of heavy darks and browns and rusty kind of coloring and really scary monsters and then like ghosts and stuff it's it's awesome and i like that they don't go to the obvious like ooh vampires ooh, mummies zombies <laughs> yeah mummies it's like <laughs> it's like it's like ghosts it's like the occult it's like satanic stuff it's oh, that it's really cool really awesome it's it's just a bunch of detectives and they're investigating all the shit that nobody else wants to handle in gotham all the scary stuff where's batman Batman is a... Jim Corrigan is the leader of of this team. And, you know, he's a specter. Yeah. And Batman forwards some case files. And he looks them over, and he picks the ones that are, like, the fucking scariest. And he's like, I'm gonna do this one. Hold on, hold on. Batman forwards him case files? Yeah. From where? Batman Gmail? He brings it to him. He brings him the actual files. I'm sorry. I thought of just Batman fucking in the Batcave. He actually asked, he, he's like, do you want me to, why don't I just send you these files digitally? Jim Corrigan goes, every time I touch a computer, a scary ghost comes out of it, or something like that. The fuck? Yeah, like an image of a ghost, so I can't use computers, really. That's really weird. You didn't pick up any comics this week, right? I haven't. Yeah, we'll skip it then. Sorry, guys. Let's talk about Flash. Yo, Flash. We, I know we skipped over to go into the comic talk, but let's bring it back with Flash. Also, did they do any hints for, um... Adam yet in Arrow? No. I know they released an image of the costume he's going to wear, which looks like Iron Man. He looks like Iron Man. Yeah, well, there's. They have also revealed that Adam is not going to have his shrinking powers yet. What the hell is he going to do? Well, there's going to be an episode, I think it's episode 17. Uh, It's pretty much going to be about the Adam, and he goes to Star Central City. So he's going to be with, uh, like, Barry's team. And I think Barry's team is going to give him the idea for it. But right now, he's going to be like pretty much an Iron it's Man. It's like Ant-Man without shrinking powers. He's just a guy. Yeah. He's like hanging out on his couch. But fucking Ant-Man is cool. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm excited for Ant-Man. What? Paul Rudd? That's all I need. I mean, I'll watch it. I'm not saying that I'm excited for I'm it. I'm a drag ass to that shit. You're going to have to, I guess. I will. But Flash. anyway, Flash. Flash. Flash, flashy flash. Okay, so... I'm in love with this show. I did some research. Alright. I knew nothing about Firestorm. And I knew nothing about um, Killer Frost. Mm -hmm. So Caitlyn is going to become Killer Frost. Yeah. And so, as everyone knows, Killer Frost is a villain. I didn't know that Firestorm was a hero. Yeah, Firestorm is a combination of, like, several people. It's so fucking weird. I know. Because they have, right now, Caitlyn is good, so she's going to become evil. 
And then Firestorm is evil and he's just going to become good. So it's like, it's just going to be a fucking reverse. Honestly, I don't I don't want her to turn evil. I Neither really do like I. her. I like her as a character. I like that whole scene where they went out, Barry and her went out for drinks and they did karaoke and man. And of course they made Barry sing because he came right off of Glee. God, he's got a beautiful voice, that guy. It's because he came out of Glee. I can listen to the Flash sing all day. All day? All day. I like how... He brought her home. She was like drunk. Didn't take advantage of her. And then she asked him if he took a peek. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you deserve one. (laughs) Like, damn, Kaylin, you're just trying to give out your goods. I like how he stayed with her. Like, this show is making me want to ship them as like a couple. I kind of wanted them to become a couple, but I like this new chick that they bring in. I don't like her. And I'm kind of interested because, obviously, if they bring her in... She's important to something. She just comes up like, hey, I'm a charismatic woman. Here's, Here's my, my number. Here's my number, Barry. That's a really manly voice. <laughs> that's that's my impression of her. Oh, Barry, take me out on the dates. That that's that's some impression. <laughs> so not too much emphasis on Harrison Wells this week. I noticed nothing yet. I mean. I think they're also waiting for episode 15, they said, that uh, something big with Officer... Officer, what's his face? O- Officer 4. Officer 4, yeah. Or 2. I forgot what number we gave him. I think he gave him 4 last week. I'm pretty sure it's 4. <laughs> so, Officer 4, something big is going to happen with him. So, I'm kind of interested in that. How many episodes are left in this season? I think they're only going up to 22. What are we up to now? We're up to... 13 or 12? God, 13. So 13. We have almost... Te- we have nine more episodes out? Yeah. Oh, I'm happy. I know you are. Nine more weeks of Flash? Yeah, Hell, that's fucking yeah. awesome. And the show rarely takes breaks. I love it. Yeah. What? What's the name of, of the other guy? The other scientist guy that works with them? He's got the long hair. He has the funny t-shirts. Cisco? Yeah. He's kind of dark. Well, he does some he actually shit. he actually becomes a superhero himself. Really? Yeah, the vibe. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he I just pretty much has like abnormal super speed, so not faster than the Flash, but faster than an average human, and kind of like the villain that they used last week that Cisco released. Instead of using sound waves, he uses vibration. I see. Yeah. Now, what I was saying is that he seems kind of dark the way he was just straight up torturing that guy yeah. who tried to get away, Pied Piper or whatever. He's just like, I'm Harry like, Potter? I'm going to explode your face <laughs> with my vibes. And then he came back at him like, Expecto Patronum. They like fought. It was kind of cool. Yeah. I didn't expect Cisco to actually like fucking throw punches and shit. Me neither. That, he was that just, threw me He was like, stepped right up to him. He was like, take like, you out. Yo, Cisco is on it. He's just like, mm. Take his ass out. Prison shank that dude. <laughs> like, throw his ass. Was it this week that Barry's father, like, figured out his identity in, like, 0.2 yeah. seconds flat? Oh, my God. That whole that whole scene where they're, like, in the hospital bed. That and shit like, was crazy. I'm... I'm if Flash was my son, I would be really proud of him. And I was like, <laughs> coming from former Flash, gave me gave me like a strong case of the feelings. I had a, <laughs> that was a big feelings moment for me when I saw that. Yeah, I thought that was really really nice. I I love how the show balances the action, the humor, and like the actual like feel like the emotional moments. Yeah, I loved the ending. Uh, 
not not Grodd, but oh, we'll get the Grodd. Yeah, we'll get that. Grodd gets his own thing, but where Barry goes to pick up his new girlfriend, and it happens to be at Iris's job. Yeah, and then he just kind of blows Iris off. Like this just shows him not caring for Iris anymore, because she was like, "Oh, how did you meet?" And he was like, "Well, we'll get to that." And of course, she's j- like, she they look. Yeah, she looks, she looks jealous jelly right away. She's she's jelly. It's like, oh, you want to get out of the friend zone? Uh, I'm <laughs> jealous now. Like Barry finally moved on, and Iris is feeling butt hurt that Barry's out of the friend zone. Doesn't make Barry's any sense. just done with it. I mean, doesn't make any sense. That feels for Barry. This is why. This is what I want from the Daredevil series. Going back to that. The way that they play off the emotional moments with the action, with the humor. Yeah. I want more of a balance. I don't want it to just be serious. That's kind of my problem with Arrow, is that a lot of it feels skewed to, like, serious, dark. Well, Arrow is a dark character. And I know... No, he's not. Arrow, yes, Green Arrow? Green Arrow? The old Green Arrow? Yeah, it wasn't until about the New 52 where they started picking him up as a lighthearted No, I remember him being like... I love the episode where they use the boxing glove arrow. That shit had me dying. Oh my god. Just watch that one episode. That shit, like, I fanboyed so hard when I saw that. Alright, I'll see that episode. But I remember him being, well, I guess Injustice isn't really the strongest base to go off for Green Arrow. But he seemed more like upbeat and... Well, they said that they're going to start picking him up as the new 52 Green Arrow really soon, which I'm really hoping for. Well, Barry seems to be, like, pushing him along to, like, being less of, like, a hard Yeah, because the first episode of season, uh, season three, they showed him kind of being, like, the new 52 Green Arrow, but then right after they showed that, shit fell apart fast. Like, that one episode, shit just went crazy. I mean, that's why they're sticking it with with emo, emo Ollie. But that should, hopefully when that changes, the pace of the show will get a lot better. Can we talk about Grodd? Grodd. Grodd. Oh my god. What do you think about Grodd? Alright, first, when I saw the sewer, where Grodd was just written all over the wall, I thought they were going to leave it at that. But they just fucking took it further. Showed Grodd, fuck these two guys up. He's scary. Yo, Grodd is so scary. Grodd looks insane. Especially with the writing on the wall. I'm like, this is scary as hell. Yeah. The Grodd that I know that I have experience with is from, like, the Just League cartoon where he's just, like, that big, tall gorilla and he's all, like, smart and, like, do 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 <laughs> And he's just, like, he's like a joke in the Justice League cartoon to me. So you get a real feel in the Flash TV show. Like, I know that this Grodd is going to have some beef with Harrison. And I don't know why. Well, it's because he had him caged up. So, yeah. Like, that's gonna... I think that's gonna be a running thing. Like, have, have you seen a gorilla in real life? Yeah. Those things are scary. And they're huge, and they'll tear you apart. So I like how they captured that, like, seriousness. Like, this is not, like, a jokey, like, oh, it's a gorilla who can talk, or whatever. It's, like, this mean, big, fast, will tear your ass in half kind of villain, and... That's awesome, and I just love the way that they make you feel like this guy is serious. This is real. Yeah. Like, Flash is going to have a hell of a time. They keep teasing him, and I'm going to, like, fucking, oh my god. You think, I'm going to explode. You think they'll reveal him, like, at the end of the hell season? Hell yeah. Like, hell yes. They better fucking do Gorilla Grill this season. Better. I know they're doing Trickster. I can't wait for Trickster. 
And, um, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Well, I found out a little thing with Mark Hamill trickster. So, Mark Hamill is going to pursue the trickster again. But, they casted another guy for trickster also. So this new trickster is going to be like a copycat villain. He's going to be yeah. a copycat trickster, and Mark Hamill's going to help out the Flash to try to catch him. Yeah, because he was the original trickster. Yeah. So that's going to be really fun. So is he... My question is, is, is Mark Hamill playing the same trickster from the original the Flash, Flash series? series that Flash Barry's dad played Flash on? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they're going to tie in those two series. Maybe Barry's dad is actually Flash. Like, oh for real. God. Like, the reals? Yeah. And he could break out whenever the hell he wants? Maybe Harrison Wells stole his speed force instead of Barry's. Maybe. Maybe Harrison Wells is just an asshole. He's a magnificent bastard. Harrison Wells. <laughs> so, speaking of future villains, Joker on Gotham. Joker is apparently going to be on Gotham, yeah. Are you excited? Well, you don't follow Gotham. I mean... I'm am kind I, of excited. Am I excited? Here's my problem with Gotham. They're bringing out all these villains, and they're showing all the origins for these villains. But there's no Batman. I think that the reason why all the villains exist in Gotham is because Batman exists. I feel like Batman becoming Batman created this ripple effect that basically turned all the other villains into who they are. If it wasn't for Batman, there would be no Joker. Well, that's true. If it wasn't for Batman, there'd be no Riddler. Penguin, I'd give you Penguin, but everyone else... Penguin's just like a mobster. Yeah. But virtually everyone else, I feel as... In this week's episode, they did something where I thought was going to show the Riddler, well, Edward Nigma go down a darker path. And then as soon as that happened, they just brought it back. And I hated that. Well, I know that that's where they're going. They're going to they're gonna do it. They're just teasing Well, yeah, you. and then that other chick, Kringle, she, she becomes a villain too. Kringle? Like Chris Kringle? Like Santa Claus? Yeah. Well, that's her name. Some I don't fucking remember her name. Something Kringle. Something Kringle. Yeah. But she becomes a villain herself. And I want to see that build up. Well, it's now showing the relationship between her and Nigma, which I like, because they kind of become partners, mm-hmm. and I want to see that whole thing play out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're so you're following Gotham. I'm following Gotham. What What made you decide to go back into Gotham? Uh, I never stopped. Oh. Yeah. I figured I wasted. 10 hours of my life watching the first 10 episodes, I might as well finish the season, at least. And yet, you won't give Constantine a chance. Not that I won't give Constantine a chance, I just haven't started it yet. Start it. Well, I don't have a place where I can watch it yet. Hulu. It's on Hulu? Yeah. Oh. There we go. I'm starting Constantine tonight. <laughs> I haven't seen Constantine either, so I don't know why I'm well, getting on your Well, first, I'm going to watch The Walking Dead and and uh, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. That's tonight, actually. Yeah, we're going to be a week late on updating with those two, so... We will perpetuate... The way our schedule is, where we record, and the way Better Call Saul airs, they won't air it on a Tuesday. They didn't, like, check with us first to see when we record our shows. So we're perpetually going to be about a week behind when we discuss episodes. So next episode, we'll be talking about episode one and two. Even though... Everyone's probably seen it already. You'll probably have seen episode three by the time we you hear us talking about one and two. So bear with us. We still want to cover it. We're still really interested in it. But, you know. I mean, regardless, we still want to give our input and, like, how we think things are going and Oh, yeah, whatnot. definitely. 
that's going to be we an don't amazing ho- series. I mean, we don't like really hold fast to any kind of scheduling. Like, I'm talking about Kid Icarus. How old is that game? Yeah, that's true. You know. Do you like Persona 5 trailer, by the way? Oh my god, Persona 5. <laughs> Persona 5. What'd I think, think they're playing it? a villain. I, you're definitely pay, playing some kind of thief. Yeah. They, he looks like a fucking villain to the T. They all look like thieves. I don't yeah. know if they're going to be villains. I read some kind of interview where the creator said that he's basing the characters off of Lupin, Lupin the Third, mm-hmm. who was you know like a thief, yeah. but he's like he's like a cool thief. He's like he's got a code. You know he's 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 not a good guy. But he's he, like Sly Cooper. He's, yeah, he's like Sly Cooper. He's got a code. So. Uh, speaking of Sly Cooper, it, I f- felt reminiscent of Sly Cooper. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the whole jumping around, rooftops, hiding, sneaking. I like, I like the little cat. I love the, the little cat. kitty gets his I, persona. I love that That's there's a cat character. Amazing. I was waiting for them to bust out a cat character because they did a bear, they did a fox, they did a dog. I've only been with Persona since four. You gotta go back and play three. I do. Or at least watch the anime or something. I didn't know that there was an anime on There's three There's like an either. animated movie. It's oh, like, okay. It's like two or three movies based on the storyline. Oh, so then I'm definitely watching that shit. Yeah. it's. I got a lot to watch. It's a, cool, it's a cool show. I mean, it's a cool game that they made into a movie show thing. <laughs> like Persona 4, the golden animation? Yeah. I like when, when they're hanging out in the bar, you see the, the blueprints... So they're definitely planning like some kind of heist. There's probably some kind of heist mechanic. And there's also like the sneaking mechanic that they showed off. The plat, the little bit of platforming. I love how they're like changing the formula. You know, you kind of expect it to be like, oh, you know, here the normal persona type game. Yeah, and like then, no new kid in town, and then you know, ooh, something scary happens. We're all heroes, and they're like turning it on its head and doing new things with it. And I, I feel like. The main character already knows these two other friends of his. Mm. They seem like they're already established relationship. Like they have history. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but in the trailer, the day that the trailer happens to be on is April 11th, which is usually when Personas start. Oh, I didn't. The game started at the beginning of the year, uh, April 11th. So this is when the whole trailer has that date on the top left corner. So... If it's the first day, they're already planning this heist. So I feel like they're just going to drop you. And they're going to already establish this whole world right from the beginning. That's interesting. Which is cool. Can't not wait for this game. Yeah, I can't really, emphasize it enough. That game looks so fucking good. And what was the other thing that I liked about the trailer? There was something that I saw in it. Oh my god. There was so much about that trailer that I liked. Fantastic just, trailer. Ugh. I like the music in the trailer. Yeah, the music. I love the the way that your persona looks. You look like you you turn into your persona. Yeah, some kind of transformation. Yeah, they teased. I don't and know. And I what... wonder what this is going to be called because before it was like the Midnight Hour and then the Midnight Channel. The Midnight Heist. Probably, <laughs> I can see that happening. The Velvet Room. Can't wait for that. That creepy Igor. Igor, there's like yeah. some, there's twins now in the Velvet Room. Twins! Maybe that gives the creepy aspect from like fucking The Shining. <laughs> the two twins. If there's, I want to say, three things I'm looking forward to most, it's Metal Gear Solid 5, it's Persona 5, and it's Silent Hills. Five. No. <laughs> Come on, so many fives in that, just throw the last one. No, Silent Hill 5 was Homecoming, now the game is Shh, garbage. 
Silent Hills. Silent Hills is going to be... Oh, my God. And I'm also waiting for Tom Clancy, The Division. The Division? What's that? It's like um, like an MMO. An MMO third-person shooter. Third Oh, so first. like Mag? Kind of. Which went well. But this is going to be amazing. Oh, how do you know? Because it's a Tom Clancy game. That's not always the case. A lot of Tom Clancy games are good. And a lot of Tom Clancy games are bad. That's true. So there you go. Well... It could go either way. Tom Clancy died like last year, so they better make this shit like his prodigy. Rest in peace, Tom Clancy. R.I.P., bro. Rest in peace, Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you have to find a way to throw in Macho Man all the time. Macho Man fits everywhere. Whenever I see an opening, I'm gonna I'm gonna fill that opening with Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What else? You got anything else you want to talk I about? I think that's it. That's all I have. At least. Yeah. Yeah. What's your top five games you're looking forward to? I don't know if we covered this yet, but... My top five games is definitely Persona 5, um, The Division, Silent Hills, um, trying to think of the other two. Kingdom Hearts 3? I don't believe that's coming out this year, but Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> and my last one will be Final Fantasy 15. 15? Yeah. I'm looking forward to Type 0. Type 0 also looks really Final good. Final Fantasy yeah. Type 0, yeah. Uh, God, if I had to pick... Def- I re- well, you're no 3 already. Yeah. Silent Hills, Metal Gear 5. And- Question. Are you not into the Metal Gear Solid series? I am. But so- I haven't I haven't played... Uh, I'm going to call it 5. 5.1. <laughs> 4.5? 4.5. That's what you want to call it, yeah. Did you play 4? I own Ground Zeroes. I actually own all the Metal Gear games. So that's another game on your fucking backlog that you failed to mention at the start of the show. <laughs> put me on the spot. Yeah, I put you on the spot. You put me on the spot. I did. Like two weeks straight, this one. You need to... Ground Zeroes is not very long. I know. But I'm a completionist, as you know. Did you play Metal Gear Solid 4? Did you answer that? I have played Metal Gear Solid 4. I played it before it had trophies. Me too. So I just just went through the game normally. I've been meaning to go back actually and play through it again. That's kind of what I want to do. I think I'm going to do that in the lead up to five because right now I'm actually halfway through a, a run in Metal Gear Solid Three Sneak Eater on on the PS3. I'm doing a, a perfect run. If you're good enough, and I assure you I am, <laughs> you can get the platinum in one playthrough. Really? Yeah, you can do it straight through in one playthrough. You got to get all the little frogs. You got to capture all the animals. Uh, plants, fungus, and food. And don't kill anybody. You don't set off any alarms. You you just go through perfectly. And you can get the platinum in one shot. And I'm halfway through that run through. That's crazy. Believe me, I've played that game so many times. It's probably, at this point, one of my favorite Metal Gear games. Besides, I want to say, I like 4 a lot. But, I don't know. I can't say for sure. Honestly, that's not true. My favorite is always going to be the original Metal Gear Solid. That's going to be my favorite. But 3 is really good too. And the only reason why Metal Gear Solid is my favorite is because nostalgia. I played that growing up, so it's always got that fond spot in my heart for it's it. all it's going to have. Because these games progressively got more convoluted, more fucking insane, and more cutscenes. I heard that Kojima was looking for somebody to remake Metal Gear Solid in the Fox engine. 
like an open world version That'd of it. That'd be fucking crazy. They already did the Twin Snakes, though, which is the remake of Metal Gear Solid with essentially Metal Gear Solid 2's engine. But I shit, I would be for it. I'd be for it. I can, I can blaze through Metal Gear Solid in like three hours flat. I played it so many times. Damn. And going back to Metal Gear Solid 3, I unlocked everything on the base game. I unlocked everything on the limited edition subsistence version. And so I I know what I'm doing. That's fucking intense. So when Metal Gear Solid 5 is approaching, I'm going to play through... I'm going to finish my 3 run, then I'm going to do 4, and then I'm going to do Peace Walker. Because actually, my, my biggest secret is I've never played through Peace Walker. Never? Never played through Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. That's interesting. Never done it. So I'm like, I'm kind of waiting until we get closer to the release date of 5. Isn't Peace Walker the PSP game, right? Yeah. The b- big bosses chronologically is Metal Gear Solid 3. Eh, kind of portable ops. I'm not sure if that's canon or not. But if you want to count it as canon, then it's Metal Gear Solid 3, Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, Ground Zeroes, and then Phantom Pain. That's like his timeline. Then I know there's the, the Phantom Cigarette in this game. What? Yeah. Something called the Phantom Cigarette, and what it does is speed up time. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was watching. Um, I was watching something on it. I haven't seen anything about Phantom Pain. Well, yeah, that was the first thing I saw. Oh, it was Game Theorist. That was that was my thing. Was I told you this already? I only watched the first trailer. Yeah, and, and his, then I don't hear his anything. His theory else. was just that like Snake and Big Boss are potheads, oh. and then he gave off legitimate reasons. I mean, he's Game Theorist. That's what he does. Oh yeah, so. Let me let me finish up this list real quick. Silent Hills, Metal Gear Solid Five, um, Persona Five, Persona Five. Shit, does it have to be this year? Uh, fuck it, because Kingdom Hearts is on my list. I don't think that's this year. And then I guess it's gonna be Kingdom Hearts Three, and uh, Final Fantasy Twenty. <laughs> that's like eighty years. I guess from you now. could say fifteen. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. That's well, what I'm looking like forward to. My list. I'm looking forward to Half-Life 3, but that's never coming. <laughs> <laughs> that's never coming out. Oh, Half-Life. Oh, Bloodborne looks interesting, too. That comes I haven't out seen March. anything on Bloodborne. Have you played the Souls games? No. Demon Souls and Dark Souls? It's a spiritual... I played Dark Souls. So it's essentially a spiritual successor to that. Oh, okay. The same, same creator, I believe. It's more fast-paced. It takes place in Victorian England, I think. And you fight monsters... That sounds so fucking fun. Yeah, it's just be really fast paced and more more on offense as opposed to Dark Souls is like defense mechanic where you have to be really slow. Mm-hmm. So it's more like risk reward, go after people. Also Majora's Mask because come on, I know but, I'm I'm well, way over five. I'm way over five at this point. I got like seven things on my list right now. Majora's Mask is a obvious definite. I mean, we we opened it with Majora's Mask. I feel like every week we talk about Majora's Mask. Uh, fucking Macho Man. <laughs> and this is the realization episode where we realize that we talk about these things too much, and we don't give a fuck. We don't because it's our show, and we can say whatever we want. We just hope oh, that yeah. You, we yeah we just hope you enjoy listening to us week after week. Anyway, you want to wrap this up? Yeah. Well, if you ever want questions or things for us to talk about, where can they reach us? Guys, if you want to send us your questions, comments, topics, your top five lists of games you're looking forward to or something, send it to us. 
We're at Super Nerd Pals on Twitter. SuperNerdPals at gmail.com is our email address. Send us whatever you want. Um, except, you know, naked pictures. We don't want that. You can also get us on our personal Twitters if you want to do that. That's always an option. I'm at Stan J. Doom. And I'm at Joe underscore Tuna. And you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, your internet box. We're just getting out there. Eventually we'll just be on the rooftops screaming the show and you can just hear us in the middle of the streets. I'm ugly and I'm proud. Just made me think of Spongebob. So so guys, this week we're going to end with a special treat. I guess you can call it a special treat. We have a secret ukulele theme for our show. So oh, we're, yeah. We're going to play that for you right now. Hope and you guys enjoy. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll catch you next week. We're the Super Nerd Pals.